Coffee regular, live, and full effect. We're kicking with the Cafe Bastello and the Korean Instant. Yep, and a little bit of uh, liquefied um, coconut oil. Perfect. So, our coffee is our gateway to today's topic. Nine-tenths of reality is perception. We put things that are perceived as low-brow and not good for coffee and make delicious coffee. Yeah. Out of them. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, I mean, yeah, people frown on instant coffee, you know? Huh? And even, like, Cafe Bastello isn't, like, high-end espresso, you know, it's not, mm -hmm. but it's just it's run-the-mill stuff, but it gets the job done, then you combine it, you make a beautiful Make this beverage. beautiful, tasty thing, man, yeah. yeah. So it works out. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't always have to be, like, a top-of-the-line specific, like, mm -mm. you know, Starbucks is like a, just a weird example, just because it's so expensive. I don't think it's that good. It's like, not that great. Although I had their, um, I had their nitro cold brew, not bad. Not bad. Nice. Um, I was in an airport after a vacation and awfully sleepy at the time. Nitro. And time. so it was special, but it was really quite good. Right. I'm happy that I can get that at Starbucks now. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I researched the coffee, like the UDF nitro. It's almost yeah. like a smaller, like. Um, company that just like was like like struck a deal with UDF and it's like their yeah. company doing it with like UDF across Ohio and I haven't even noticed it anywhere else but that's awesome it's badass yeah mm. yeah nine tenths of perception so go ahead and get with that that Tyson Fury deal because that's okay. interesting okay so um Tyson Fury fight just happened he beat up a dude I saw an interview with him before it with Max Kellerman and he was talking about how like he came out of the depths of depression and keep everything positive now and He's a little bit of a gruff dude. Like, I don't think I would like him in person. Mm -hmm. His personality seems, but he's getting ready for a fight, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and then I saw an article and talked about how he came out of that depression, and I read it, and I thought it was really good, so I put it on our, our Facebook. Mm -hmm. And then someone on our Facebook was were like, um, kind of brought up, you can go and look at this response. It was actually very cool. He goes, I'm happy for him to come back from that, but he has some very disturbing views. Mm -hmm. And he posts an article, and this article is an interview with an ESPN analyst who's gay, was talking about Tyson Fury's views on gay people, and it was a little bit like he doesn't, he, I mean, he doesn't like gay yeah, people. Yeah. It's, it's like, but like it, it goes beyond. It's weird. It's actually, yeah, not good. That's yeah. And I kind of went from, all right, this dude rubs me the wrong way a little bit, but I'm really happy for him. To kind of, yeah, he still rubs me the wrong way, but I'm still mm -hmm. happy for him. But ah, uh, yeah, you know, <clears throat> there's piece of shit hiding under there <laughs> yeah uh, yeah that's like especially like kids like idolizing people mm -hmm. like they see it they get all the they're good gonna... stuff they see all the good stuff but you know they're the, that person they're idolizing whatever they're people too yeah you know, they're gonna have balances and imbalances and like yeah. some people have a little bit more imbalance where they don't love gay people which is well, whatever. weird yeah, now, yeah, like, yeah who the hell I mean does that anymore. <laughs> I don't know, man. And I mean, some of the, I've known some, some of the best fighters I've ever known are gay. Yeah. The hardest yeah. hitters. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, that yeah. nothing to do with totally. it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good fighting is good. Yeah, Beat good the fights, piss good out fights. of somebody, yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. But yeah, like, but, uh, you perceive, like, oh, he's a comeback, this, that, you know, you put Wilder on his ass or whomever. Um, mm -hmm. You're like, cool, I want, you know, you want to root for that guy. Mm -hmm. And then you find something, you're like, ah. Oh, now, know. it brings up the topic of, can you still root for that guy? Mm-hmm. You want him to be happy. Maybe that now he's more positive. Maybe he'll open up, come around. Yeah. You know, open up, come around. Maybe he was just a really negative dude, 
and he built that in his head. Built that, and then you know now he's really actively like, no, keep it positive. You know, he'll start to change. That'll yield, yeah, like you know, so like, all right, I fucked up, and you know, apologize or whatever, like yeah, or just yeah, Cause that's <clears throat> interesting, and like uh, that's not necessarily something he's like putting on blast, but like it was out there. He, it was out he there. Was yeah, on, I didn't know about media. it until someone told me about it because I don't follow heavyweight boxing, but yeah. It, yo, know, it's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, huh, well, if it's that strong of you for you that you're putting it out where people know about yeah. it, then it's it's legit, but, you know, people can change. I used to hate karate. Yeah. Yeah. I love Machida. He's my favorite fighter ever. Yep. I love karate. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. very similar. Yeah, you also used to hate karate. Yeah. And then, like, Machida and like, a couple other things were like, yeah, karate's dope, karate combat. And now we're like, karate combat, karate's get tight. Like, yeah. Keep it bright, keep it going. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, bringing that type, like, it, it, you can't, I feel like you can't ride that high for too long. Like, something's going to put a chink in the something's armor. Something's going to put like, a chink in it, yeah, you know. It's just a matter of, like, how bad it is. <laughs> like, today, like, uh, you do some, like, horrendous shit. Like, uh, it's like, say, you, like, went on a rant on Facebook, just anti-everything, you know. Like, that'd probably fucking ruin his career, you know? Like, there's probably not a road, like, that road to redemption yeah, back. Well, I mean... Like, there's, but there's, like, a degree, almost. Yeah, I mean, there's... There should be a road to redemption back from a bad day, but now that a bad day can be documented and shared instantly... Yeah, and, and it's, like, that's set in stone. And now yeah. it's set in stone. Now can your bad day can define you mm-hmm. completely, even if it's Years. not you. Years down the The rest line. of your life, it's to you yep. from perception. And it's, um kind of brings into the other uh, thing I posted up on the Facebook of an article about a um, sort of social media argument between Robert Drysdale and Gordon Ryan. Uh, Drysdale sort of, he's like, I'm a fan of Gordon Ryan, but you piss me off because you have no honor. And Gordon Ryan's like, honor's a fucking illusion. You know, even the Gracies talk shit about people and mm-hmm. this is blah, blah, blah. And um, it got me thinking about how young Gordon Ryan is. Yeah. Yeah, he's, what, 24? Yeah, like, I mean, he's younger than you. Mm -hmm. And we're all sort of, I mean, he's not broke, but, I mean, everyone's a broke smartass in their early 20s. Mm -hmm. And we're all know-it-all dicks in some way or another. Somewhere. Like, very much that happens when you're that age. That's where where you can grow and look back and be like, oh, I was a dick then. Yeah, I I know, and then you still, like, you know, still you, you're a good person. Yeah. You know, like, you're... And it just sort of things happen, right? But now that that's a hundred percent written down and saved and shared with the world, that's become who Gordon Ryan is, even if it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so is that what Drysdale's arguing with? Is that that's his persona, and he's not putting his real self out there, or is that really him, or is there really is honor really an illusion? You know, martial arts is built on kicking the shit out of each other. But also, like, yeah. look at it, but in America, too. <coughs> martial arts in America. Uh, well, martial arts in America, we're talking about fighting. Yes. We're not talking about martial arts. Exactly. And Major Restoration put that line in, yep. you guys. There's a difference. So, So yeah, like, the some you know, there's, like, a tendency. I think everyone gets into martial arts to pursue honor and courage and, what, you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a, a split somewhere, like... You know, you just realize that, what it can actually mean and what it, what the definition is. Yeah, and then, I mean, with that split, you know, like, I don't know, I got weird with that because people want to put the split on fighting and mm-hmm. competing. 
that's not it. Mm -mm. That's really not it at all. It's the how you handle that and your perception of that. Because fighting to me isn't violent. Yeah, at exactly. All. Yep. It's, I mean, much more fun than say baseball, but it's no different than baseball. Mm -hmm. you the know, amount of energy expended, it's, and, and it's you know the just sort of being in that place and being you know in the moment and sort of pursuing truth and whatever like it puts yeah. you in you know opens your mind up and your soul up and it's you know it's cool but it's not dishonorable no you know, i think it would be dishonorable not to like portray yourself as you know your true self like, that's true you know yeah. but i then, think there is honor in that <clears throat> but like but then yeah what's your true self if you're throwing it on social media that and then like yeah. you find out what your motives really are yeah, you know, they start to yeah. get those opportunities, and you know. Yeah, your your true motivations come to light even for you. Mm -hmm. You get to know yourself. You're like, oh shit, okay, this is my motivation. Am I okay with that? Should I continue this? Blah blah blah. Like, yeah, yeah and you're gonna I have to deal good, with that. Bad. You know, forces you to deal with it, which I like. I like. I like. I like the extremes of that as far as a good fight goes. Mm -hmm. When I'm beating the crap out of somebody, what am I gonna do? You know, am I gonna? You know, stop what I need to stop. Am I going to keep going? Am I, you know, am I going to take advantage of this person and really do? Or am I going to just do enough? Mm -hmm. You know, and that changes sort of person to person, day to day. But and then the other end of it too, someone's really destroying you. Are you going to give up? Are yeah. you going to? Yeah. Are you going to feel sorry for yourself? Right. Are you just going to handle it? Are you going to find a way out? Are you going to try and try and try, even if and then lose and be cool with it or be bad? You know, all these different ways you can go. Yeah. Um, Jiu-Jitsu in particular just, like, makes you commit a freaking emotional audit, like, every single day. <laughs> You're yeah. like, okay, this just happened, I'm responding this way. Is that good or bad? Probably not. Okay, I should probably do yeah, this. Yeah, and like, you really, like, and, you know, sometimes you respond in ways you didn't expect. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. Yeah, sometimes you where, snap. Where'd that come from? Exactly, yeah. How crazy. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> like, oh, shit, that was in me. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, didn't realize that was there. That's freaky. Yeah, yeah. so... But then you're also like, okay, I do have this, or I, I don't have this, I need to work on this. And, you know, again, that's, like, the emotional audit aspect, like, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, like you said, like, are you going to sit around and cry about it, or what are you going to, you know, what are you going to do about it? Like, yeah. I think when it comes, like, jujitsu in particular, just because, like, it takes so long to progress, like, mm -hmm. you figure and, out your shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> and being submitted or choked to death is a much slower process than being knocked out. Yeah. And so it gives you time to think, even if that time is five seconds, you have time to accept it. You know you're choking. You're like, yeah, the lights I'm are dying. going dim. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh my hearing's to... gone. Oh, yeah, that's not yeah. Knockout, you probably don't even fucking see it coming. And then you're and you flat. don't even know. Like, you wake up, you're like, I'm still fighting. Yeah. Everyone's looking at you weird. And you're like, what? What? Mm -hmm. Oh. You know, so I think it, like, the emotional lot of thing happens a whole lot. It's magnified in grappling in something like jiu-jitsu yeah and every because it's because it's conscious as well slower yeah it is so it's slower it's conscious you inherently have to be present and thinking yeah so that's what i think makes it it makes you have the ability to go 100 percent fuck people up and do this without killing them like without, yeah. you know yeah. totally destroying that so that that's you can start to like if you have like a toxic environment for instance like that emotional audit everyone is going to be doing that 
in a negative way, mm-hmm. right? And like it's gonna be like, oh, I suck, and this and that, or like you suck. It or... also allows you to step outside of that environment. Mm-hmm. And if you have, if if your emotional audit takes you in a different way than the group, mm-hmm. I think that's something to, to pay see... attention to whenever yeah, you start like, having a ooh, different. Yeah, you're like, I'm thought. separate from the group. Yeah, and you're like, ooh, um, that okay, and then you kind of get to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, can you have I to follow pick. the crowd, or can I just be where I just went naturally? Yeah, you know, and that that can translate into like just I mean anything really. Like you, you try something out, and see if it works. If it doesn't, just move on. <laughs> like yeah. You, yeah, you don't die. Like no. you know, nothing. You know, no one slaps your wrist. But now it's like with the social media and stuff. Like if you do get your wrist slapped, you, you get your wrist slapped for trying something on. If you put it out there, yeah, and then people don't like it, they fucking tell you. Yeah, they let you know, but then that becomes you. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, I mean, personally, why I don't put a lot of stuff out on social media anyway. Yeah, that's the issue with the social media aspect of it. It's like you portray what you want. Yeah. Right. But is that really? Exactly. So is that really you? But then you have the control to be like, oh, I don't. That's a really shitty aspect of me that I don't want to portray to the world. But I can work on it on my own time, and hopefully portray the positive, And that's what people get, you know. Yeah, and then everyone, I think, especially in today's world, like if you're not putting out perfect everything, someone's going to jump on it for some reason. Yeah, and then I guess there's a there's a cool way to put the non-perfect out though too. Like I was saying about my daughter and her love of BTS Mm -hmm. dance videos and them messing up. Oh, but you put it out there in a way that says, I'm human, I worked on this. Yes, absolutely. I'm getting better without being negative or being, you know, and people, I mean, everyone's going to jump on something. That's, that has nothing to do with social media. That's just Yeah, people. that's human nature. Right. But social media gives such a direct it's, access to giving out well, It's a direct opinions. access without a direct, direct access without direct consequence. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't People talk. will say and spout off opinions and like, fuck you, fuck, you know, whatever, and yeah. then... You see them in the fucking store or whatever, they're fucking turning down. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, but it, like you that. may never ever see them. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you see them in the store? You know, yeah. in a step, we're going to talk. Like, <laughs> that's, yeah. So, like, but, like, could be some, like, could be our listener in, like, Norway or whatever. Like, yeah. he's talking mad shit, you know, like, you don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, with, like, the social media aspect, it just gives you such a quick way to respond so you respond emotionally to a lot of things i find yeah. like especially like people you yeah, see it all really the time in my comment it. sections like this is this fuck you fuck you oh sorry my bad yeah. like i didn't know that yeah you didn't know that you don't know yeah. any of the details that's <laughs> like on the tyson fury thing on the facebook page i responded to it but i sat i read the article i thought about it for a little while so i wanted to think about my response and yeah. my response was basically like i don't follow heavyweight boxing so i have no idea who he is as a person outside of the ring mm-hmm. Thank you for showing me this. Yeah. And yeah. that was really it. Yeah. But I mean, it took a while to think about that. That wasn't an instant response. I had to, you know, I kind of let let my let it sink in and all. Yeah. And like this kind of like, just if you want to call it like outrage culture, like you know people are sitting there fuming, waiting for your response to, uh, you know, well, just keep it going. Not this and particular like, dude wasn't. But exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Not, <laughs> not that in particular, but it's just like, a generic, like a generic yeah. response type people, thing. Yeah, the outrage culture. Man. Yeah. That's, like. They almost be offended by something. Yeah, and they and then it starts to marginalize people who actually should be offended. You know, like it starts to just fuck everything well, up. Like the difference between say a movement and a, a agenda. Yeah. When a movement, if a movement becomes an agenda, then the, the rights of the movement get lost. Yeah. Or sometimes people have an agenda and they pretend it's a movement, 
and they're not actually fixing anyone's rights, they're just gaining power. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's the line. And that's, that can, you know, you know steamroll out of control really quickly, yeah. or it can, like, kind of chug along yeah. really slow for a while and get really festery and cancerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, with the, um, yeah, just, like, posting things, like, like a lot of it is frequency-based, like, kind of like what we were talking about, but, mm-hmm. like... Because I'm sure you read the article, and at that time, yeah, you're, you're perceiving Fury as, like, yeah, he's the fucking comeback kid, you know, he's he's representing boxing well, and then, like, that one little piece comes out, like, do you rip down the article, like, do you, like, start ripping off, you know, like, Fury, uh, like, no, like... No, I'm not going to tear him down, but I'm like, oh, more complete view of a person. Yeah, That's but I cool. think you need to realize that what you're seeing on social media is not that complete view of a human. Yeah. Whether good or bad, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, you see a lot of people post, like, this is just a lot of, um, kind of in the past, but, like, you see a lot of, like, black belts and stuff, like, get into these, like, weird arguments, like, oh, really, like, your black belt have honor, this, that, like, wouldn't you take the high road? Like, wouldn't you, you know, that's that perception, too. Like, but yeah. then people show their true colors mm-hmm. behind a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, yeah, then when you get face-to-face, like, nah, bro, like, cool, whatever. Uh, it's like... Well, why can't you just be respectful online? Like, and then when we see each other face to face, we respectful there. We'll hash it out. We have different opinions. It's cool. Yeah, that is. Um, hopefully, that's coming back around, and people that have very different opinions, opposing opinions, can be friends. Yeah. Respect each other's yeah. differences, kind of thing. Yeah. It's everyone's too much in a camp these days. Yeah, absolutely. You no, know, it's like in the '90s, it was style versus style, but that was even at the time, it was almost humorous. Hmm. But it's sort of taken that mindset to everything in society. Yeah. And I like, you know, all the martial artists are like, we got by it, guys. We like each other now. What? Why are you behind? (laughs) Yeah, that that was a strange thing. I mean, at least they could duke it out and then respect each other. Because you fight somebody, it's sort of, you build that. Mm -hmm. You build that sort of weird friendship that you have, that you can only have with someone who you've, you know, punched really fucking hard. Yeah, and they punched you back and you (laughs) smiled about it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, in, like, as far as, I don't know, ideals, it's harder to, you can't do that. Yeah. There's no physical component. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So, I mean, yeah, there's no real physical component, that's a good point. um, So it gets harder to hash out and have respect for each other. Yeah. There's a, there's a, it's not as simple a path. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Taekwondo guy hates karate guy. They beat each other up. Someone wins, someone loses, everybody goes to lunch. But yeah, but those two yeah. are always going to have that mutual respect. Yeah. Whereas, say, you throw in one other person that did not fight. Then they don't, yeah, then it's just a perception. Yeah. Yeah. And so that becomes, yeah, it's, and that's, we need the face to, I guess, to, am I saying that we need the face-to-face physical component of everything? Yeah, is that, that really the balance? Yeah. Hmm. Could be. <laughs> could, be, could be, yeah. Um, but that, yeah, like the, I was listening to Joe Rogan on the way over, like yeah. talking about, uh, like he had like a spat with Alex Jones, and like, but he like throughout the video several times he's like, you know, like if we, when I saw you face to face, I still give you a hug. It's like you did some fucked up shit, and we probably just leave it at that. Like, um, mm. he's like, I don't hate you. Like, because of these things that you did said about me, like, you know, I guess there was some shit going on, whatever, I don't know. But, just 
I respect, I, you know, just as a third-party person viewing in, being like, I would pay more attention to the guy being like, yo, man, like, let's hash it out. Let's keep this semi-decent relationship, or, you know, it's like, keep yeah. this network going. You don't have to, like, you know, chop a tie, you know? Just because you don't agree with someone doesn't mean you have to just fucking cut them out of your life. No, yeah, you know? definitely. Which is what it seems to be the case. Like, someone fucks up at work, you know, they lose their fucking job career or whatever. They, they fucking post the wrong tweet. Ten years ago, they don't have a career anymore. Like, oh, that's that's weirding me out. People are getting busted for stuff they did in high school and they're in their sixties. Yeah. And like, there's a picture of it though. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that person's in their sixties now. They did that when they were, you know, when they were in high school or when mm -hmm. they were in early college. The world was a very, very, very different place then. Yeah. The context of the time. Uh, yeah, the context of the time, you, you can't put that here and now. Like, you wouldn't do that now, work. sure, but it was different then, and even then, yeah. it's Aziz, not... It, Aziz Ansari, you know, him, what? Uh. he's just a stand-up comedian. He posted some stuff in, like, 2009 okay. on Twitter about something about gay folks doing something or other. Okay. And that was that. It was just a bit. It was a joke. And it was fine then. Oh, no. Hilarious joke. then. It okay. was great. Everyone retweeted it. 10 years 2019 someone digs that shit up and like oh I'm trying to slam him for this like and he's like dude this was like 10 fucking years ago like I'm not even that same person anymore like yeah it's um, changed man yeah um, but like look at the climate yeah the political climate the just climate of the world now, yeah. yeah everything yeah. was different then like that, yeah, that was something that flew then doesn't yeah. fly now but <laughs> no, I mean, but you also that... can't try and punish someone for that in that time constraint for something like that. Obviously, there's other things that you can, but like a text or a, a tweet. A, a tweet or even a picture. A picture, yeah. Yeah, you really can't. I mean, it's, have they evolved? Have they changed? Did they learn from it? Have their views grown? Things have changed a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't expect someone, you know, there's aspects of you, you are who you are from the day you're born. I'm very much the same person I was when I was three. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of things about me that I'm not. Yeah. You know, like, you know, there's, there's sort of your baseline personality of, like, the essence of who you are, I, would, right. I guess. But then there's sort of all the perception of the world and learning and growing and experience that sort of build on that. Right. That you can't, you can't judge people on that. Yeah. Like, you get better over time, at least you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And that's I my do. perception. I like, I prefer to get better as I go. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. To me, that's, like, my idea, too. It's just to, like, I'm simply... I'm infatuated with doing a good job, yeah. whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So I like that idea. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be uh, any other pointed thing. Like, mm. like podcasts. Like we just, just kind of started kicking it. And we're just kicking it, and we're like, we got to figure it out. We want to do it well. Yeah. You know, and like we're chugging along. Take the steps to do it well. We're getting better and better all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's not to say that we haven't done weird stuff or stuff that doesn't work. Like. Uh, you gotta try to figure out yeah. if it doesn't work. That's the thing. Yeah. It's just been a shot. It's been a shotgun approach. Like, yeah, do one, see what hits. Like, see what's good. See what people like. Yep. And even sometimes you like try and recreate that, it won't hit the same. No. You know, so you yeah. gotta keep doing everything new slightly. Yeah. You know, everything's always a little bit new because people's perceptions of things. They'll be like, oh shit, they did this last time. But they'll start piecing that pattern together. Yeah, I wonder. Now that's the other interesting thing too is it's hard to know your own pattern. Yeah. Or like our pattern it's hard for us to go back and listen and yeah be like oh how has this evolved yeah <laughs> you yeah. know which is a very actually be a very cool thing to do but yeah i know um but i know it's like 
based on how I feel sitting here mm -hmm. is entirely different than when we started. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, like, much more comfortable. You like, look at that on that kind of scale. Like, we've been doing this for, like, a year, probably. Yeah. So, like, the first couple of times, I was like, what the fuck? Like, and then it's like, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And then you get comfortable. And, yeah. You know, then we kind of find our groove. Yeah. I think people don't give other people enough of a chance or leniency or anything to find their groove. It's true. You know, they just I mean, fucking jump on them. And that probably, I mean, if they're the type of person to back off on something and then someone gets a little backlashy with them, like, they might have killed yeah, their career killed, or killed yeah, a dream. You, or, you killed it, yeah. You know, that's not fair, I don't think. It's like, you know, progress, not perfection, man. Yeah. Because, you know, trust the process. Yeah. Rafael Lovato Jr. was like, you're never going to be perfect at jiu-jitsu. This is all the pursuit of perfection without knowing perfection isn't going to ever come. Yeah, and she still grab it. And that's that. That's always been my favorite thing about martial arts is that I can't be perfect. Yeah, which means I can always be better. Yes. Yeah, that that's how I've always looked at that. I, just, I can't have a ceiling. Yeah, with if, a there's, skill. If, there's, <laughs> if, if there's no perfection, there's no ceiling. But it's also a perception. Do you do you perceive the ceiling, or are you just letting yourself go? Because like I know people who get yeah. a black belt, and there's like I'm a black belt, and I'm that's the ceiling. <laughs> that's that's the shit, and then it's like. Like, I'm not a black belt yet, but when I get that, I already know in my head. I'm like, finally, the beginning. Like, finally, step one. Like, now, I've, <laughs> you know, I've been there and done that. Like, I used to think the black belt was the ceiling, because that was my dream my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I got one, and I was like, I'm here, yes. Yeah. And I was stuck there for a while, of thinking that I was that was it. Man, yeah. it was great. And my um, doc actually took my belt away from me for a little while. Oh yeah. Maybe put a white belt on, stand at the end of the line. Oh, it was um, it's awesome. It was actually, and I knew it at the time, too, like, she called me on it, and I knew it was up, and it crushed my soul, and mm -hmm. I knew exactly what was going on. Like, I was able like to get present and learn from it, and that was a really cool thing. And um, I got my black belt back, and I was sort of reset. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, so, this. yeah, that's a good example. Like, you kind of shifted into this perception. That yeah. was yours and this, but then your your professor shook you back down and brought you back into so, the real. No, here's where you're really at. Yes, you accomplished your lifelong goal, but guess what? You're just starting. You're just starting. Like you're gonna be so 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 much better than what you are right now. Don't think this is the top. So and, you think like it's important for yourself? I think it's important to like give yourselves channels. Like, do you think having a perception like that can like obviously it was. It like hindered things a little bit, but ultimately it gave you a bigger lesson, a bigger thing. Like, yes. Do you think that type of like, if, shifting into things and then using the bad or bad quote quote, you know, to shift into something more positive? Like, if given the opportunity, yes. Um, I think it's a great way to do it because oh, I got pieces together. <laughs> In general, human beings learn because of um, hardship. Yeah. Watch a baby learn how to walk. They fall down a ton. <laughs> they fall down and sometimes they get frustrated. Or they try to like play with a toy. Like when my daughter was a little tiny baby. She was trying to put something together and she couldn't do it. And at one point she was just pissed. She threw it down. Yeah, yeah. And then went back to it and figured it out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, you kind of, if, if that's just sort of how you learn and how you grow, if you need that friction to get better, then having an ideal to chase, catching the ideal, thinking it's, that's the top, and then having someone say, no, 
It's not the top. <laughs> yeah. Look. Yeah. There's higher bits. Yep. Yeah. And like having that emotional breakdown of I thought I reached everything I ever wanted and it's nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then realizing that oh, it's just another step. Perfection's impossible. That means you can always get better. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That. So pulling that from martial arts has helped me tremendously, like in life. Yeah, tremendously. Just like so much. Because yeah. like I'm, I'm anxious as fuck, and I'm like, oh shit, am I gonna have to like, uh, you know, just whatever. Like my brain just goes fucking bonkers. Yeah, you just go nuts. Yeah. Shifting, realizing that, and like realizing how I learn and this and all sorts of self awareness bits. But like that kind of teaches you to reel shit in. Like, mm-hmm. like I have a temper and I'm anxious and this and that. Like and I've fucking blown up and this and that. But that kind of shook me that. into oh dude oh yeah me too I'm one of those people that if you actually piss me off oh, dude, it's crazy fucking rampage yeah. yeah I'll flip tables like I'll get fucking insane yeah it like, happens very very rarely but I will like, yeah. I flip the fuck out you actually it's, make me mad ooh it's bad something yeah, is cooking <laughs> so but then sometimes that uh huh. that type of just realizing like oh shit I don't want that to happen in this situation. Like, it might be okay in this situation, or, you know, got by with it, but I cannot but have it happen here. Like, to actually to have that happen then, and you realize how it builds. Yeah. And you start to see the cues. Oh, there's going to plant, there's going to... Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, I need to I need to squash that now. Yeah, before yeah. Before it For festers up. and turns yeah. into this thing. And like, oh, okay. And I've really, um... I have worked on that a lot throughout my life. Yeah. And especially, say, even in, like, the past five years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's something I've really, I've, uh, been, you, know, you know, five, six years or so, I've really been, I would have been like, oh, this is what pisses me off. And I really, or this is what bothers me, and it's with, you know, other people and with myself and with situations, and I've been able to boil everything down to sort of what can I control versus what I can't control. And, um, I don't know, was the, the, Henzo Gracie thing out now, the photosy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a problem that you cannot fix, then there is no problem. You know, and I've very much kind of come to that, and I've been able to get, like, really, like, minute root things, like, oh, that, that was where this started. That mm-hmm. made this thing years later blow up. Yep. And I thought, oh, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about that. I don't like it. It bugs me. I want to fix it. I know how to fix it, but I can't. Mm-hmm. So that's not a problem. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, I've I've realized a lot, like a lot of things in my life that that mindset that I want to fix everything. I want to take care of everybody. I that's you know yeah. I like to solve problems and find paths and have protocols. And that's what gets us you yeah. and I that you know that we share that. So that's yeah. like, that's what's gotten me in trouble. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and keep others happy and like yeah help other people not, I'm not saying you shouldn't help other people but like you can't it's the airplane thing you can't fucking help out anyone else if you're passed yeah, you, out you, got, <laughs> like, yeah, you gotta you take gotta, care of your shit first like. yeah it's, it's come back to that a lot you know my training has changed and you know like I've always trained and I've always been really focused on that but then you know my training was always very much geared toward combat yeah application mm-hmm. and you know the back end was like enlightenment <laughs> yeah, yeah and that's sort of that sort of shifted yep but now it's been in my much i'm take care of myself so that i can take care of others mm-hmm. you know but then take care of others has shifted a lot too of that you realize you know you're gonna run into walls and even if you have a solution people don't want the solution 
to worry about. Yeah, yeah. You that's know, yeah. Be there. A younger me would like take something like that very personally and like feel like mm -hmm. slighted or something. Like yeah. now it's like you know what. You have so many things going on. I, like, I recognize, like, you know, you have so many things going on in your life. Like, I, you know, you might not even be telling me yeah. half the shit. Yeah, there's and, like, so much I understand. I'm like, you know, cool. Yeah. I'm not fucking butthurt about it. <laughs> like, yeah. Or, you know, maybe I can catch you again later and I can ask you and, like, you'll be in a better mood or some shit. Like, yeah. Maybe this a lot process to needs to play out in a different way. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well. And I think martial arts streamlines that process. Because it gives you opportunity to practice it. Under, under stress, stress. yeah, under extreme <laughs> stress, and have different, different avenues. Try multiple solutions and really figure out how those fit into, you know. And it gives you a lot of gives you a lot of practice. But come back to daughter fitting stuff together and getting pissed off. Like that's important, right? Mm -hmm. It's an important thing to have to go through to have to, you know, be frustrated with the process. Yeah, and realize like, okay, I'm unhappy with this. If I keep attacking it, it's probably not going to work out. But if I shift a little bit and do this, 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 try again, yeah, um, then you might be super pleased with it, or so you know it'll click to all together, or this or that. Like sometimes it's just a minute adjustment. Yeah, just a little turn. And then you're like, sometimes yeah. you look back, you're like, oh fuck, that was all me being a dick, you know, yeah, that was all me doing this. Stupid, ah, just thinking of it wrong. Then you can sit there and let it fester, and you know, hate yourself if you want, or you fucking move on, mm -hmm. and get over it. <laughs> or you know. Not even just move on, but how do you move on, right? You realize that, okay, if that was me, what do I need? What can I do to fix it? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, and you say, okay, I'm going to fix my end. Yeah. And then it, it. That's all you can do. That's all and you realize that's all you can do, and it boils it down. You find every bit that's your end of it. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, are there avenues into, say, if there's other people involved or other things involved, can I get those bits? You know, can I at least say, hey, I fix this end on my my part of it. Yeah. What's your part of it? And you can then put it out there. But then if you know that doesn't get fixed, you fix what you could. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and being okay with that. Yeah. yeah. Being okay <laughs> with that is a big portion of it too. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> so then that's like especially people who compete and this and that. Like that's a very high bar. You set a high bar for yourself, so you have to. Realize what's an actual victory and an actual defeat, I guess, if you want to put it that plainly, or if it's constructive or non-constructive, I guess. Like, well, I mean, how do you use victory and defeat? Because ultimately, if it's not going to the whole back to the perfection thing, what's the top of the line? Mm -hmm. uh, win a world championship. Do it again. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once you get there, one's never enough. Yeah, I mean, and, and, but get there, and, quote. How, how do you think about it, though? Is it still... Is that your ceiling? Is that perfection? Right. Or do you get there and you realize, oh, shit, maybe I can do it again. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's just a, a, that's a good way, like, there's like a personal perception, like, you ask, start asking yourself those questions, like, can I do this again? Can I do this? Like, and that is going to start to plot out your next action. Yep. Right? Like, can I do this? Okay, I'm going to start training again. Like, or I'm going to yeah. rest or, the, you know, whatever. Let's get like, it going, yeah. I mean, you know, and just see where it, you know, it's um, an amalgamation of quotes and stories and things I've read and people I've known about dreams. Of your dreams should be impossible to you right now. Mm -hmm. Whatever dream you have, it should be so big that you can't comprehend all of it that it scares you. Yeah. Because your ceiling right now is not there. Yeah. But when you get there, you'll realize that's not the ceiling. 
Like then you'll that's have your, other that's dreams. That's your new platform. Yeah, you're just your new platform to jump off of. Yep. That's cool. And um, <laughs> yeah, and then you realize that my dream, that I thought was impossible, was the most amazing thing I ever could do, was you know a step. Mm -hmm. And it's cool when I hit it. Yay! I'm really happy and I'm content. But it opened up all these other doors. Yeah. So like yeah. technically, like career-wise, I'm doing exactly what I would like to be doing: teaching and doing all this stuff. Right. It took me so long to get there. I'm like, oh shit! When I get to here, when I get to here, when I get to here, I'm happy. I'm there. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not the case. Yeah. yeah uh, but I find a different, truer happiness. Yeah, and you find it. You're like, like, oh, this is what I'm, this is what I was expecting. But this is what actually happened, and I love this better. It makes yeah, you. It makes you. You can only. Yeah, you can only predict so much. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah, if you you have to be able to deal with the cards you're dealt too like yeah. but also those relate back to what you're doing years prior you know like mm -hmm. how you're setting your habits how you're doing this like yep. you can trace all like you said like you can trace it back to trace it all can, back to all if kinds you really of stuff. sit and think about it and face yeah. your shit and emotionally audit yourself yeah. you'll probably find some fucking profound stuff <laughs> yeah yeah seriously you can trace it back to certain events and certain like perceptions of things and and, and, and like even like I have some like childhood events that I recall on like a lot and those perceptions have changed over the years so funny. much. <laughs> funny how that happens. I have lots of yeah, I, I do that too. And there's a lot. I I, I sort of um, I'll catalog my uh, the evolution of my perception of different things mm -hmm. and certain like really horrible things that happen versus really great things that happen and sort of how I learn from them as I grow. Yeah, you know how I thought about it when I was like you know when I was 19. That's how I think about it now. There's, there's a fucking hilarious Chappelle sketch, Dave Chappelle sketch. Oh, I love Chappelle. Love uh, it was like 18-year-old Dave, 24-year-old Dave, and like 30-year-old Dave. So he's like, 18-year-old <laughs> Dave is like this wacky fucking, you know, like, just like uh, he's like basically a pussy. He's just like yeah. wanting to like date this girl and marry her. And then he's like, let's see how 24-year-old Dave would handle this. And he's just smoking a ton of weed. He's like, hey, 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 <laughs> smoke weed every day. And then the next one, he's like responsible homeowner and father and stuff like that. And then it just comes back. He's like, who got that part? Like talking to like a movie guy. He's like, Nick Cannon. Who the fuck is Nick Cannon? And then, like, his yeah, kid's sitting there. That. He's like, Daddy, Nick Cannon's hilarious. He's like, fuck you, son. Like, fuck you, Cannon. So, and then there's like later on in the show, he like gets Nick Cannon to like walk down the street with his yeah. son. <laughs> and he's like, Dad, I told you I'm hanging out with my new daddy. <laughs> so funny. Nick Cannon's a funny dude. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like that's that was a very like comedic, satirical way to look at that like breakdown of like, oh, I would have handled this situation then, I would have handled this situation then, I would have handled it this way now. Like, yeah, Chappelle should have some genius stuff. Dude, it really was. It like, really, really was. If I you need look, to, I need to buy all that on DVD. I have all of them. Yeah, dude, I'll bring oh, them over. I should have gotten them all when I had the chance dude. to do that. Yeah, and like, yeah. look at, um, like that was true, like the way the that show was set up, uh, I mean, I think kind of set the platform for all like the sketch comedy type shows, like Key and Peele. Like, it <laughs> did for sort things. of your, your um, 21st century sketch comedy. Yeah. As far as how that changed, if you go back from, say, like Saturday Night Live, then I said, like, I owned it for a long time, mm -hmm. but then like Mad TV came yeah. in. Mad TV was really cool, and yeah. but before that, Living Color. Yeah, oh, dude, it was the best shit. I watched Living Color as a J Lo. It's like, oh man, she was a it's just a fly girl in the background, yeah. yeah. But like, so much of the Living Color was so hilarious, mm -hmm. and even as a little kid, I thought it was hilarious. And I yeah. know, like, the sort of '90s, even late '80s, when it started, but um, the that sort of time 
Yeah. But that people would be so offended by that now. Right. It's still hilarious. Yeah, though. yeah. And then, you know, how Saturday Night Live changed. And then, you know, Chappelle show sort of brought <laughs> all he, everything. He blew that shit up. Like, you know. that was during a time where, like, that was real. I mean, it's but it'd be racy now but like back then it was racy then too like it was it was like it was yeah and I mean being on Comedy Central and they were kind of allowed to do what they wanted mm-hmm. and, and then yeah. Chappelle being kind of like more of an outlier too and like pushing for like harder uh, pushing stuff pushing hard to really bring the pain in his yeah. comedy of and like really being kind of like unapologetic about like oh like, we're really fucking up everybody like because <laughs> he fucked up everyone and he, he called out everybody and every and, stereotype and yes everything and it was the stereotype and it was like just exaggerated and mm-hmm. it would not fly today like <laughs> yeah but if you go back and watch it like then i got it and i thought it was hilarious and i remember trying to explain it to people right i didn't get it because i didn't have even growing up in a college town you know like you don't get a lot of people that um, are minorities or get stereotyped mm-hmm. or get, you know, yeah. and being that I'm kind of one and all of those things of, in the right situation, I'm a white guy. Yeah. Which very rarely happens, believe it or not. And in other situations, I'm an outcast for a mixed race or I'm yeah. Jewish or I did, you know, martial arts or I'm barefoot or something. Just, like whatever. Some There's indicator. always something that, like, I don't fit in anywhere. And someone's usually trying to kill me. Um, and so Chappelle show, like, spoke to me on a comedic level. But then it was like, you know, depending on who I watched it with. If yeah. I'm, I'm watching it with my girlfriend who's from the suburbs of Pittsburgh. She's like, how do you think this is funny? It's so offensive. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching it with my black friends that do capoeira that I think is fucking hilarious. Yeah. And we're like, you know, yeah, I get, we get that. Yeah. And, you know. And it was a, uh, it was a very fun sort of cultural milestone. Yeah. In that respect. Yeah. That's where I think things can get muddy with things like that, like explaining it else through your oh, perception. And dude, it's so hard. That gets dumb. Yeah. People just don't get it. I mean, I've been that was with my wife all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, because she doesn't believe any of my stories until she meets someone who's there. Who like corroborates it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that totally. And I tried to explain to her a lot of say what it's like to be the only Jewish kid in the school what it's like to be the only kid who has one parent mm-hmm. what it was yeah. like to be the only kid with a step family what it was like to be the only kid that wore baggy pants yeah yeah like this stupid shit that I would people would try to beat me up and threaten to kill me and just because you're different <laughs> just for being different I had long like long hair most dudes didn't have long hair like I did just, but everyone would marginalize me for some reason. And I had like a core group of friends that didn't give a shit and they were really cool, but then I had a lot of people that were just after me. Mm-hmm. And she never understood like why I get nervous in certain situations. Because people are fucking after you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm like, oh, you don't get it. And like, sometimes I'll get clarity, I'll figure out how to explain to her, like, you know, different things. Like, um, oh, I don't want to piss anyone off, but this is a funny one Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, why can't Christmas, it's just a holiday, it doesn't even mean anything. I'm like, why do you get it both ways? Why does it get to be a freaking corporate holiday and a religious holiday? Yeah. Why do you get it both ways? Crazy. <laughs> like, no, because I was talking about, like, Hanukkah, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, Ramadan parties, and, you know, stuff like that, and she didn't get it, and, and like, that's really kind of what it came down to, and, like, like blew her freaking mind, she never thought about it that way. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, because, yeah. But you've never been in a situation outside of that. Yeah. Like, seriously. You know, it's hard for people to 
be able to put themselves in there without ever being in that situation. You can't imagine it. Right. You know, yeah. you can't. Until you're there experiencing there, it and knowing it, you're and, not going to. And, like, once you finally started to get it, it was like, oh, that's why that pisses you off. Mm-hmm. That's why you get really uncomfortable in that situation because no one else sees it. I'm like, yes. Yes, now you know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But reality versus perception, nine tenths of percent, nine tenths of reality being perception of however you perceive it, it's different for everybody. Right. Reality's yeah. different for everyone. And even then, like how they put their own opinions on something, and how that all starts to shift down and boil down for them. That's mm-hmm. how you get that. Like, yeah, you get locked into that. And you get locked in, but you don't have a choice. Yeah, you, you, you have don't know. To. It's, you, you don't know. know if you've never been there. How, how can you know? Yeah, you really can't. And that's. Yeah. I think martial arts gives you the fucking fastest track into that work. It's a shitload of work, right? Yeah. But you, just in terms of personal growth it's, and whatnot, but like martial arts, I feel like gives you that direct, closest to the direct vein of it. Like it, it gives you that map, that sort of almost conceptual map of how to. I don't know where I'm going with that, but it does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of how to kind of deal with and empathize and understand things from all these different perspectives mm-hmm. of, you know, everyone sort of becomes the same thing, you know, in a yeah. way, because of the training, but it yeah. puts you in that headspace, and, you know. So, it, my, some, there's a personal perception that I have, like, in my brain, everyone's yeah. anxious, and everyone thinks sometimes, like, not all the time, but sometimes, like, oh, they're handling this situation exactly like I am, like, probably fucking not. Like, you're probably going off the fucking rails with this, yeah. and they're just chilling. Like, they're just chilling. They don't even care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. No. And I'm not like, oh, shit, like, are you nervous? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, projected on someone, but I'm, you know, odd, like you said, like, like you're visibly uncomfortable or something, like, something's off, you know? Yeah. Um, just learning that. Like, learning yeah. what does you know, that. Like, fighting styles almost make you aware of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, when you, you grip fight with someone, then you grip fight with someone else. And then, like, you just, you know, you do a guard drill with somebody. And then you, do that, and then you go actually full-on sparring. And you know, this guy, the way this dude goes, and the way this person goes. And, yeah, it's all different. You get to sort of, you get to directly be exposed to different approach to the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can get, you'll get ten different ways in one class. Yeah. You yeah. Know, with ten different partners. Yeah. So, yeah, that's ten different partners for you, too. But, like, think about it on the other side, like... In my brain, I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be like, like, oh, I know Cheney's this, that, and whatever. He's just going to do those things. I'm going to be trying to like, do fluidity, weirdness, and just make it not the same. Mm-hmm. Like I, I tell people a lot, like, like, I'll tell you to do this move, but a lot of it's going to be based on how they're reacting, how they're this, that, whatever. Yeah, changes. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. going to be totally different. So you get the then, bulk concept. <laughs> yeah, they learn how to do that and how to have the bulk concept. Of, I mean, going back to... Uh, like what we were talking about, how Sean Daughtry teaches. Yeah. Oh, I love his spontaneity. Know your goal and know that there's a bunch of different ways to get to the goal. Mm-hmm. And that certain there are certain aspects of proper technique, but they don't have to be done in the same order. They don't have to be done, you know. But they do have to step. be there somehow. <laughs> but how to put them there and know when to put them there. But if yep. you know your final goal, it's a lot easier to be free to find that. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I think just sparring rolling in general kind of opens you up to that because then you get to see your perspective and other people's perspectives and how that changes at each time you match up yeah yeah and like uh, you know 
depending on how often you train, it's going to boil down to, like, if you're having a good day, bad day, fucking, yeah, you know, day, they're right? having a good day, they're yeah. having a, you know, whatever. Like, and you don't know what to do with the day. Yeah. Of, um, good day or bad day, like, if you're competing, you got to win. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. You know, the best people win on their worst days. Because they, you know, they don't make an excuse. Mm-hmm. And they say, all right, this is screwed up, this is screwed up, I'm going to well, what's my way in? Yeah. Okay. But sometimes yeah. that, like, throw it, throw it to the wind attitude gets everything done for you. Not yeah. for you, but, like, yeah. just letting it get in the flow and blah, blah, blah. Just letting it happen. Just yeah. not not, be, not dwelling on what you don't have. Yeah. Just saying, all right, well. Got this. Yeah, See this, what we do. You know, now I know exactly where I got to go today. There is no questions. Yep. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't do that. Cool. Now I know what I can do. Yep. Boom. You know? And just, you know. But, you know, have the opportunity to learn that. Mm-hmm. So people get, get, you know, get bogged up on the details. Right. And they're like, well, I don't have this one thing, so it's impossible. Yeah. One of the last tournaments I did, I was I shifted my brain. I was like, I just want to see how many submissions I can get today. Yeah. Awesome. Got four out of five. So I was like, cool. Like, Good, that worked. I was like, okay, that's that's what I need is something generic, a generic end goal with a thousand different ways in. Like, yeah. Um, that's I like, I like mentally that what worked for me, like, because yeah. I've had game plans and this and that shit, you know. Yeah, that goes right out. But I, I, by perception, I should be a game planner. Right. I can game plan for other people so well, dude. Yeah. Like I can do. I that's can, funny. And like I, I, the way I structure things, and I can like I love all my protocols and everything. But as far as like just going to a tournament and fighting somebody, I'm like. Psh- just go or like yeah. teaching I never game plan a, a, a lesson I, I just have a have skeleton to go. Of like yeah. an idea of like <laughs> you know, what's like, there what's the general idea of where we're going what do I need to hit today alright because that gives people yeah. room to give themselves permission to fuck up yeah but it also as a teacher would give me room but as a competitor I need the space yeah because if I follow like a, a hardcore step 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 so if I mess deviate. up one of those steps I'm fucked yeah. man you're gonna spend all your time trying to fix it. I'm gonna it. so dwell on it. I know that. And so, like, if it's just open, I'm gonna say, ah, I gotta hang a left at Albuquerque. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it works. Uh, it works a little better, but learn that over time. Yeah. 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 That, that's interesting. But like, even looking at um, just like training and like the day to day too. Competing uh, obviously is like. I think people treat it as. They put it on too much of a pedestal. Like, all oh, competitions, this, competition, that. It's like, competition is another fucking day of different people and paid for competition it. Competition like, is part of training. You yeah. You paying a little more for it. Right. <laughs> if you're lucky, you're you getting don't, paid to be there. But. And you don't give a much as a fuck about that person. So you yeah, let them have it. Yeah, it's training people you don't care about, really, uh, yeah. necessarily. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like that. That's just, you know, obviously some people need to have that step-by-step structure and if and sometimes when they fuck up they still have the protocol to fix it and that worked for them cool you know, yeah that's just shit that's us not judging on their their no i mean but function. find your own way yeah you know knowing your way is the is the big part of it a lot of times like when i'm teaching and stuff i'm like i don't care how you get to this certain spot but once you get here i would like to see something you along these lines <laughs> like yeah you know that's um finding those benchmarks is yeah. the part of realizing that the space in between the steps yeah is important, you know, it's the rest, you know. And then, yeah, finding the way to portray that in a way that people will understand, understand on, like, a decent scale. 
Yeah, that, I mean, that, that evolves over time. It's tough. That's an experience thing, too. you gotta put the, you got to plant the idea in their head yep. and let it grow for a long time. Organically. Yeah, because you, you can't just get it. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, the Korean instant coffee was the bomb. It's good, man, but that mixture is cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a good mixture. Yeah. Last one, when we did straight Korean, <clears throat> it was almost a little too sweet. Mm-hmm. Cafe Bastello kind of evened that out. Even the sweetness out, but yeah. then, like, the, the coconut oil, like, smoothed it out. Mm -hmm. Like, a nice mouthfeel, too. Mm -hmm. People always bitch about the, the consistency of oil and shit in their coffee. I'm like, what? That's what great. Are you saying? <laughs> You're doing it wrong. It's silky. It's delicious. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, another instance of, like, nine tenths reality's perception and stuff like that, like, when I was in, like, shitty gym situation. Uh, everyone was in that shitty gym situation. Outsiders being like, yo, that's fucked up. You would turn around and be like, oh, you don't understand. You don't understand. Yeah. So, but then, you know, realizing that your perception in that closed ring is very fucked up. Like, yeah, and then you're like, away, oh, you're shit, like, maybe they were right. Like, that was <laughs> so, fucked up. Yeah. But then, I don't know, like, a one more step to that is, like, when you start to realize it was fucked up, you kind of try to hold on to the fact that it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, but it was good. But it, yep. like, no, right, but these good, good, good things happened here, here, and here. It's like, yeah, but also these bad things happened here, here, yeah, here. And you, then you ignored it. it. Yeah, so. Like, you took good stuff out of it because you're you. Mm -hmm. like, you found you found it. It didn't happen for a reason. And it wasn't good. It just you, you just found some good. Yeah. Like, a lot of bad things happened there. A lot of bad things happened to people, and they didn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but that's an emotionally tough thing to deal with. Like, when you devoted your whole life to some shit. Oh, yeah. And then it broke down, and you realized, oh, like, I contributed to that. And, oh, yeah. And, yep. and, like, oh, that was bad, and, ooh. Yeah, and, <laughs> and yeah. Like, yeah, that's, again, that's a really good example of, like, a very thick emotional audit. Like, <laughs> realizing, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's... I did this, this person did that, you know, whatever, like, yeah. like this happened because of it. Yeah, it can... I understand, like, why people, like, really start to dig into, like, a deeper hole sometimes, like, yeah. it's hard to get out of, <laughs> Yeah, when you can't get, when you can't, I don't know, be able to take responsibility for your actions, and being yeah. okay with it, not just responsibility, but being like, ah, like, I made okay. a mistake. Yeah, and, like, not... I learned from the mistake, it did not define me, can I move on from that, because sometimes, you know, that's you. Yeah. That's who you define yourself as, mm -hmm. and then you realize some of the, there's a chunk of it that was really wrong. Mm-hmm. And, like, didn't work and just made bad things happen for you. Yeah. And then you have to, like, let go of that and, you know, sort of... Absolutely. ...remold that bit of yourself. That can become very difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can see why people get stuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I understand for sure. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Well, thank you, couple of articles on Facebook. Yeah. Sparked some crazy shit. Yeah, man. Cool. I mean, that's, you know, it's very inside of our umbrella in terms of, like, fighting and stuff, but there's so much of that going on everywhere, like, mm -hmm. so it's, like, obviously it pertains to our stuff, but it pertains to fucking everybody, it's too. Everybody, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's doing something, you know, yeah. someone's perceiving it wrong or differently or it's, whatever. Yeah, but realizing there are lots of perceptions out there and everyone's reality is not your reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know where all our collective delusions are. But then also, is, like, yeah. respecting that. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, cool hey, with it. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. You got so, you, I got me. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, no, something I tell my kid all the time is other people's opinion of you is none of your business. Yeah. And your opinion of them is none of theirs. Yeah. And, you know, you live like that. 
it's a lot, you know, you're a lot happier because you're not worried about things. Yep. But then, yeah, that gives you the power to be like, to look at yourself and be like, I have a shitty opinion of this person. Is that justified? Okay, no. No, yeah. Or yes. Say, yeah. <laughs> or yes. And, yeah. You know. And then you say, you know, but you don't have to share it. Yeah, you yeah. That's the fucking thing. Yeah. You don't have to share any of it. No, you don't have to share Everyone it. shares yeah, yeah. all of it now. <laughs> no one has to know, dude. You can deal with it in your own head. It's a fucking thumb click away and it's... You know. Yeah, or you have like one or two human beings you hang out with mm-hmm. that you'll share that with. Right. And you can hash it out. Yeah. And then, and then you're like, oh, cool. You don't have to put it up there for the world. Keep it to yourself. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, and all yeah, that. Got to start shifting over to class. Yeah, don't keep the show to yourself. Tell everyone. Yeah, tell people. Yeah. Ask them how they perceive it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave us some comments and uh, yeah. tell us how you perceive it. Whatever it is. Yeah. All right, but keep your coffee regular. Yeah, friends. <laughs> Peace. Peace.